let's do it. What if you're one step away from changing everything? In this moment, breathe in gratitude. Set your intention. Expect miracles. You are seen. You are worthy. You are light. This is the Lightworker's Guide. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome back to the Lightworker's Guide podcast. I'm so grateful you're here. Today, we are going to continue with part two of human design history and an introduction to the Gene Keys. But first, let's begin today's episode by ushering in some abundance. How do you become a magnet for opportunities? Always be grateful. So what are you grateful for today? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Is it a beautiful day? Are you on a walk getting fresh air? Are you folding laundry for your loved ones? Listening while you're driving? Wherever you are right now, put one hand on your heart and say, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are alive and your world is about to shift. Do you feel that? You've just opened the floodgates for more blessings, so watch for them. Seek them out, recognize them, seize them. You are worthy of them. One thing I am so grateful for is a new opportunity that has come into my life. Your girl is officially the creative and marketing director for the Wealthy and Aligned brand with Daniel Iman, who is my business coach. I'm actually still within my six month container with her and so much has shifted in my life. Monumental shifts. We have such a fun story about our relationship and I'm going to share it next week. I'll be introducing you to her and a behind-the-scenes interview commentary, if you will. So I was thinking about how opportunities come into our lives and how things might appear to be so random, but if you make it a practice to always follow your heart, you tend to see over and over again how perfectly divine everything is. You know what I'm talking about? You know when you look back and see how everything fits together so perfectly. That's how God works. Working everything out for good. So follow the things that fascinate you. When I began college, I was a biochem major and I was on track to becoming a doctor. I loved anatomy so much that I was on the dissection team and actually prepared human cadavers for the anatomy classes. I know. (laughs) And I also loved dance. I loved dance so much that whenever there was an hour here or there in my schedule, I would just fill it with another dance class. And... 
At the time, you had to audition to become a dance major, and that wasn't my plan, so I didn't audition, but I took so many classes that one of the dance teachers actually asked me, Lucy, why aren't you just a dance major? And I remember saying, well, I didn't think it was an option because I missed the audition, right? And she came back to me the next day and said she met with the department and everyone agreed, welcome to dance. And so I thought, you know, I can do both. I can double major in biochem and dance. Sure, why not? But I quickly realized that to do either one of those well, I had to choose one. And so I followed my hip hoppin', ballerina, twirlin', little heart, and I chose dance. <laughs> Still to this day, though, I am fascinated by science, especially how the human mind and the body works. So coming full circle, it's why I find the gene keys so fascinating as well. I found the gene keys while getting really curious about human design. As we learned last week, human design is a system that combines ancient wisdom and modern sciences, including the I Ching, the chakra system, Western astrology, the tree of life, as well as quantum mechanics, astronomy, biochemistry, and genetics. The gene keys were developed by Richard Rudd, and he was inspired by the I Ching, which is the oldest living text as far as we know. In this book of changes, you ask it questions and it whispers answers back to you. And when I read that, I thought that sounds a lot like what the Bible does for me. Generations of people have used the I Ching to help them make decisions in harmony with nature. Richard Rudd credits Ra Uruhu for opening his eyes to the I Ching and how Ra taught him to read the codes hidden inside of it. The Gene Keys book opens up as an invitation to begin a new journey in your life. Regardless of outer circumstances, you have something beautiful hidden inside of you. The sole purpose of the Gene Keys is to bring that beauty out to unveil your eternal spark of genius that sets you apart from everyone else. Biology points towards an amazing truth. Your DNA is actually not in control of your destiny. It's your attitude towards life that tells your DNA the kind of person you want to become. This means that every thought, every feeling, every word, Every action that you make in life is imprinted in every single cell of your body. Negative thoughts and emotions actually cause your DNA to contract, whereas positive thoughts and emotions cause it to expand and relax. This process is going on all the time, from the moment you come into the world to the moment you leave. You are the architect, or as I like to think of it, the choreographer of your evolution. Inside of you lies great potential and beauty, and it's limited only by the way we see ourselves in the world around us. So what are the gene keys? If I had to say in a single line what the gene keys are, I would say they are a universal language made up of 64 genetic archetypes 
which allow you to completely re-envision yourself and recreate your life at a level limited only by your imagination. They are made up of 64 codes of consciousness, and each code has three frequencies, the shadow, the gift, and the city. These codes are in each one of us, but some of these codes are found in our human design chart, and when we lean into them, we discover our path to our purpose, to love, and to prosperity. So this living language of light contains three sequences. The activation sequence, which is discovering your genius through the four prime gifts. The Venus sequence, which is basically the love sequence, opening your heart in relationships. And the pearl sequence is attaining prosperity through service. These sequences are collectively referred to as the golden path. As you contemplate the message in the gene keys, you can pay special attention to the gene keys that make up your golden path, which are also revealed in your human design chart. So as I've leaned in, what's really beautiful as I read each gene key is a verse will come to my mind, which broadens its context for me. An inner knowing gently reveals how I have been operating in the shadow or it acknowledges how I am living in the gift. They've unlocked a deeper understanding of what purpose really is for me, because it's one thing to know your purpose, and there's a whole other level of actually living and taking action on it. In order to take aligned action, really take action towards your dream, you have to believe you are worthy of attaining it. You are a living genius. Your genius simply makes you a truly joyous human. That is your ultimate purpose, to be radiant for no reason other than being alive. If what you're doing doesn't make you truly joyous, then it isn't your genius. So now that we've covered some simple background information on the gene keys, we can begin to look at how they actually work. This is where I geek out on the science of it all. So the pattern of 64 matches the codes of our DNA, and it is the core structural principle behind all art and science, physics, biology, music, geometry, architecture, even computer programming. Our DNA is based on this same 64-fold geometry Wherever we look from the structure of our cells to the rhythm and movement of the stars, we see the same patterns, endlessly repeating themselves in ever more unique shapes and forms. This pattern is found throughout the universe. Every single cell in your body right now is doing two essential things. It is listening and it is responding. Most of us are completely unaware of how our moods, thoughts, beliefs, and general attitude literally molds our bodies. Because of the heightened sensitivity of your DNA, everything in your life, from the food you eat to the people you live with, is co-creating your body via your attitude. The process of programming your DNA through attitude is the foundation of the placebo effect 
And I'm always fascinated by this because the placebo was created to test medicine, for example. But what it actually did was prove the power of our minds. Every thought you think, every feeling you have, every word you utter, and every action you take directly programs your genes and therefore your reality. So each gene key is designed for contemplation. And as I said, each gene key is divided into three frequencies, the shadow, the gift, and the city. At the very basic element, the 64 shadows are rooted in fear. And such, they always stimulate the oldest parts of the brain. Shadows like division, addiction, oppression, confusion, judgment, control. When you work with the shadow gene keys, you're working with real physiological fears lodged deep in your unconscious. And this is the real work of the gene keys to give you an inner language that allows you to face the unconscious fears that work inside you. By bringing awareness to these hidden aspects on a daily basis, you will gradually and effectively disarm them. And every shadow contains a gift. Gifts such as discernment, strength, delight, intuition, and imagination. This is the heart of the transmission of the gene keys. When you accept and embrace your shadows, they suddenly reveal their true nature and a new creative impulse is released through you. Your blood chemistry literally changes, your biorhythms change, your mood stabilizes, your eating patterns shift, and your general attitude towards life becomes uplifting and optimistic. You have begun the process of transforming your shadows. The gene keys are simply the messengers that you send into the living structure of your DNA. And their role is to instruct that DNA to build you a higher body, fully equipped to handle a far more joyous life. Even the deepest fears in your body are nothing more than low frequency patterns. Whatever question you have about any aspect of your life, the gene keys will point the way to an answer simply because they point the way inward, which is where you will always find the answers. All you have to do is keep walking, continuing in your contemplation. The original Chinese I Ching is an oracle with the capacity to guide any decision you make in life. And the gene keys take this much further by guiding you into the actual living I Ching inside your genes. And my goal is to share with you how the ancient text in the Bible confirms these answers that are within you. I have this little section on my website that's called, What Does the Bible Say About? And you can search a keyword in there. And this was inspired by my own habit of whenever I felt confused or conflicted or just wanting to know the answer, like what would Jesus do kind of answer, I would literally go to Google and I would type, what does the Bible say about fill in the blank? And then all these verses would come up and I would find my answer. So I started to build this out on my website. And what I'm going to do 
is continue to build this section, including the gene keys, as a practical way to seek wisdom, growth, and healing. Whatever you need for the day, whatever you're facing, you can look up the shadow gene key and have guidance on how to move into the gift, revelations, insights, and breakthroughs. So to give you an example, I'm going to share one of my experiences of recognizing and then moving through the first of these shadows. So the first gene key is moving from the shadow entropy to syntropy. So what the heck does that mean? Entropy means, <laughs> entropy means measuring the disorder or unavailability of energy within a closed system. And all that to say is, more entropy means less energy available for doing work. Entropy is a profound numbness. It is the opposite of love. And the gift of this first gene key is freshness. And then the city is beauty. The first gene key is actually part of my own design. It's my purpose sphere where the genius and the Venus sequences connect. And so after reading it, I found myself in sort of a state of what was being described as entropy. And then what has emerged after that deep pause. So when my dad passed away six months ago, I felt this profound shift in my energy. It was during that time I began to get more and more curious about the Gene Keys because as I read them, like I said, I started to have particular Bible verses that would come to my mind. It's like God was reinforcing a message he had already revealed to me, but through a new lens. So think of these states of pauses as your system giving you the signal that it needs to recharge. And if you pull yourself out of this state too soon before fully allowing yourself the space to plant a seed, you're denying yourself what would come next, the spark of something new. And if you don't know that this emptiness feeling is necessary, some of you may look at that season of void and fall into a depression and think like, what is wrong with me? Because you cannot seem to get yourself to do anything. You're spinning lower and lower into the shadow. And depression, like all shadows, is rooted in fear. And fear only comes when you are in the future. So stay present. And in this moment, you recognize right now you are safe. When you know that pausing is the necessary part of the creative process, you almost welcome it with patience and even joy. The opposite of this can't get out of bed feeling is a need to escape your feelings. So instead of opting to rest, you start to fill your time with frantic activity, hoping that something outside of yourself will bring you life. And in the coaching world, we call this buffering. It's basically just busy activity, doing anything in order to not feel our feelings, eating, drinking, smoking, anything to numb ourselves, to dull and distract from the pain. So while reading this first gene key, Exodus 14.14 14 came to my mind. Be still. 
the Lord will fight for you. Because in the very next verse, God says to get going. Just like that. From one verse to the next, we're called to be still, and then we get going. We need this stillness, this almost void, blank slate moments to clear our minds and make space to be inspired with creativity and fresh eyes to birth something new. Just as God encourages us through the creation story, there was a vast stillness, and then he spoke, and boom, there was light. Something new, never before seen or imagined, was created. Stillness is key to the process of creating something truly original. Your life's work. Oh, you guys, again! I think of this and I get emotional when I speak it out. It's just so powerful when you truly, truly embrace the power of your words. God teaches us this through his whole story, his being. Dark became light. Stillness becomes creation. So as you begin to take action on your dream, finally declaring the time is now and then finding yourself frustrated because the lack of inspiration is not, you're just not finding it inside of you. I encourage you to be still. It is not a sign that you're not called or you're not qualified for this work. It's the opposite friend. So get that glimmer in your eye back. As you do, joy will be a natural byproduct and you will radiate new life and light. Are you being called to be still, to rest, and to honor your body? If so, don't deny yourself the gift of this stillness. If this is one of your gifts, You need to be still in order to birth something new. There's nothing wrong with you. It takes a great deal of courage and trust to slow down when you suddenly find yourself lost. Creativity cannot be controlled. So I encourage you to relax in these pauses of energy and allow the things that don't serve you to fall away. Be a living example of the unpredictable power of the creative process and trust in God's timing. Soon enough, you'll smile as your heart begins to stir again. I promise the next step in your calling is just on the other side. So embracing this first gift of freshness will bring something beautiful to the world that no other has ever seen before. You are here to create something exquisite, so new and unique it cannot be duplicated. Honor your creative energy and as soon as inspiration comes to you, embrace your initiative energy and have the courage to move forward. So that was just a taste of what contemplating the Gene Keys is like. In future episodes, I'll be doing a deep dive into each one with ways for you to recognize shadows, move through them, and step into your gift, your genius. I'll show you how to look up your chart, what key aspects to start with, and lead you through each sequence of the golden path.
Here's the deal. Shadow work is hard work. It takes a lot of bravery to go in and heal. So if this episode blessed you in any way, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, and tag me. And if you're not following me on Instagram, what are you doing with your life? (laughs) I'm at Lucy Celebrates. Come on over and join the fun over there. Connect with me. Ask me your questions. What do you want to lean into in this human design experiment? And get excited for the next episode with Daniel Iman, my business coach and human design expert who has mastered money energetics. And I'll be taking you behind the scenes. And I'll end today's episode with this quote by David Viscott. The purpose of life is to discover your gift. The work of life is to develop it. And the meaning of life is to give your gift away. Okay, beautiful soul, until next time, remember, you are seen, you are worthy, you are light. Hey, thanks for listening to the Light Worker's Guide podcast. You were given a divine download and it's your purpose to serve the world with it. I guide a select few clients per month to launch and scale their signature program. Coined the Kajabi Queen, I take your brand and your vision to a whole new level. Are you ready? Apply today at lucycelebrates.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out the show notes and all the discount codes from my favorite guides. Until next time, Lightworker, keep on shining on. You were created for something extraordinary. I love you and I'm out.